What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brandon, do you think it's a good idea that we drink uh, coffee at 10.30 at night? I I think it's not a bad idea. I don't think it's a great idea. Uh, what, what about the fact that you're double-fisting coffee <laughs> and Sierra Nevada Pale Ale? Do you, do, do you mm. think that might have any mm. repercussions? Mm. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Apathetic Enthusiasm, the podcast that lets you listen to a man have a heart attack live. I, I I wish there was a Keurig that dispensed beer. Turn the recording off. We gotta go to the patent office. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is Brandon, hey, and I'm Travis, and welcome to another episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm. Woohoo! We're here. We're, I we I, made it. I had a weird I had a weird rhythm to that. Apathetic enthusiasm. Yeah, that's <laughs> you're gonna put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Uh, I'm trying to think of an iambic pentameter. That's you're already past me. <laughs> it's Shakespeare. It's yeah, sh- sure. You wouldn't understand. It's Shakespeare. Yeah, I don't know how to read. Um, if you know how to read, there's plenty of ways that you can get in con- contact <laughs> with the show. You can, uh, of course, send us an email at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail dot com. That's right. You can find us on the internets at uh, geekaid.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. That's right. Uh. What's what's our Instagram? It's apathetic underscore enthusiasm. That's right. Uh, Of course, we're on Twitter as apathusiast. That's right. And there are (laughs) our uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. That's right. I mean, there's so there's so many ways. There's so many ways. Just go go to the Googles. Type in apathetic enthusiasm. We're like the first three things. You know that thing. You know that thing back in elementary school where like you you like fold the paper. And like you'd be like, bam, 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 bam. It was like a like a triangle. Yeah, you gotta like, what is is like a cootie catcher? Is that what it's called? Yeah, coot. Or was that like a? Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's a cootie catcher. I don't know. Well, I don't I don't know what it. Well, anyways, so guys, here's here's our challenge to you. You you make a cootie catcher, (laughs) and and uh, you know put all the different ways to get a hold of us, and you know like one two three four, oh Twitter. Yeah, and then you send us an at response. Yeah, and you just you send... Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag horrible intro. 
Um, <laughs> hashtag cootie catcher. Uh, but yeah, so um, and uh, what's going on this weekend, uh, Brandon? We do anything? Uh, um, some stuff. We 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 had quite an adventurous adventure this weekend. Uh, we went to we went to the Honolulu Comic Con here this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so this was, I mean, it, this isn't the the inaugural for the Honolulu Comic Con. This has been no. going on for I think a few years. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So well. So so the. Um, the way I understand it is this is actually this is probably the first like Honolulu Comic Con for this particular company. Oh, okay. Um, it's like an offshoot of I, I'm pretty sure, uh, Kauai Con. And so Kauai Con, it was explained to me, they're like a nonprofit organization, and they actually got uh, money to do. Um, they they gathered up money and they started distributing that to different organization so honolulu comic con is actually one of these and i think they're trying to do some on maybe different islands or different areas in the u.s yeah that makes sense especially living out on this island for a long period of time it's it's not always easy to get to certain events um that's right you know a a road trip is not usually an option i mean we we could take a road trip to san diego i don't know how far we'll get (laughs) Well, I, I do know. Actually, yeah, I, I know, know exactly how far we'll get. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, some of you may remember us uh, discussing the San Diego Comic-Con a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, very, very different. Um, I mean, the same spirit, I think, uh, originally. But uh, whereas San Diego is a, is really sort of the, the granddaddy of the Comic-Cons. Yeah. Um, lots of Hollywood celebrities and, and production studios show up there. Uh, this is a little bit more of your your regional, your, local, your run of the mill. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to put it down. Um, well, no, I mean, I mean, run of the mill isn't isn't a put down. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes average is good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hashtag apathetic enthusiast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so the cool thing about this convention is you have a lot of people that are interested in a lot of geeky, nerdy things. Um, but it is a place where they can all come together, um, learn about the things that they're passionate about, uh, get to meet other people that have the similar interests and, and really just kind of have a good time. So, yeah, that's a big part of it. Uh, we had the opportunity as, as we joked about last week on our show, (laughs) um, we were, we were granted some press passes and, uh, we spent the day running around asking people questions, trying, trying to act professional. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and we, and we just got a chance to kind of talk to these people and learn more about uh, what their their interests were and yep. and sort of what they were out, out there to do. You know, you know what I found uh, the key to being there at, with a press pass is is pretending like you're supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like like going in there, just like having just endless endless amounts of confidence. Like you know what. No, I'm I'm press. I I need I should be here. I need to be here. I need to cover events. Yeah, th- this is why you brought me here. <laughs> I mean, you th- didn't you didn't you didn't give me a pass to just sit idly by, yeah, where to sit back in the last row <laughs> with a telephoto lens. I'm sitting I'm sitting up front, right up front. We mean biz. Uh, this also might be why we don't get press passes in the future to other events. Uh, <laughs> <let's> just, <laughs> um, but yeah, so so Honolulu Comic Convention, um, some of the things that were featured there, obviously comics, um, 
I mean, there were there were a few stands, a few uh, yeah retailers that were that were peddling their wares. You know, the, the important thing to remember is, uh, as as Travis mentioned before, this Comic Con isn't your San Diego Comic Con. It, it's it's much smaller. Um, it, it's its scope is, you know, whereas in San Diego you have just the entire convention center, and you have like Hall H's through you know Z. And then even when, like when even when you leave the convention center, you go to like the the gas lamp district, and there's all that stuff out there. All the there. restaurants are like theming meals yeah. just to try and buy in on the tomfoolery. Exactly, and yeah. and and, th- and this isn't like that. You know, if you didn't know uh, just through social media or some friends that a comic con was going on, honestly, you might just think there's some really weird kids <laughs> hanging out downtown yeah. like that. That might. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, we found out about this one. Because uh, there's another Comic Con, uh, the Amazing Comic Con in, in September, and our wives accidentally went to the Facebook page for this one and said, "Yeah, yeah, we're going to that one." Yeah, they 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 liked the wrong Comic Con, and we're like, "Oh, there's another one. We should check it out." Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, and so uh, so so that we got that one, and so that's we're like, we need to go to this. We don't we're not it's too late for a booth. Let's let's just wander around, and get some interviews and stuff like that. Yeah, and and we had a really good time. We uh, some of the things that were featured, the comics, um, a lot of cosplay happening, which I think is pretty standard for for most comic conventions now. Yeah, um, they had an they had a couple of like panel rooms, one for sort of smaller panels, and then one for their main events. Um, what else? It was a a gaming room. Yeah, yeah. They they you know they they had the the PC games set up. They had some Super Smash Brothers. They had some League of Legends, some Dota Two, um, and a couple, a couple of uh, yeah, Halo. just like random like yeah. Xboxes set up, people playing. Yeah, you know, weird so things. so they were like they they you know it was, it was almost a free play to do that. Um, it was actually that portion was set up by a, a local uh, vendor, PC gamers, um, and so like they brought all their equipment out there and set it up so which i mean that was that was kind of a cool thing and and i know they did like a dota tournament and all yeah. tournament and um they had like a big projection screen and yeah. they had like a viewing area and there were people like watching the tournament go on um which is not something you're gonna get you know all the time no. uh, in this area so uh i thought that was neat um and then right next to that was the tabletop gaming that's area, right which uh you and i were uh, fans of tabletop games. We've been right yeah. playing uh, Candyland, Clue, and Monopoly for you know the the uh, the 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 really difficult ones. You know those are the ones that you, you know, it takes a, a um, just like a minute to learn, a lifetime to master. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I when I can draw that double purple on Candyland, <laughs> you know, I know I'm doing it. Yeah, right. you know, I've always I've always found the difficulty in 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 avoiding the, the shoots. Yeah. And trying to hit those ladders, yeah, it's <laughs> it's two way street, yeah, and, uh, it's two <laughs> two way street. That's 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 the catchphrase of of shoots and ladder. It's a two way street. I, I always I'm always <laughs> confused by that game because like it looks kind of like a calendar, yeah. But what calendar goes to a hundred? Like I I don't know. It's a shoots, and some of the <laughs> some of the pitfalls <laughs> that are depicted on some of those shoots, yeah, like. Are ridiculous. Well, one of, one of my favorite old school games, and you you it, you you'll never see it again. Uh, it was called Fireball Island, and um, it was like you were like an adventurer, right? And you're like going up to the top of this mountain, 
and uh, there there'd be like a, a red ball in top of this like volcano, and so if you were on like uh, one of the spots that's like on this path, this ball would go down the path. I I'm pretty positive I played that game uh, as a kid. Like yeah. I didn't even I don't even think I played it right. I just liked <laughs> like pr- like adventuring and going up <laughs> to the top of the mountain and then putting the little plastic characters <laughs> in precarious situations and hitting them with boulders. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, this, this area is definitely more for your, um, serious tabletop gaming. I mean, which I mean, yeah, how serious is gaming really, but, um, tabletop gaming has really kind of grown over, I think the last, uh, few years and decade where, uh, it's not just, you know, Dungeons and Dragons and, uh, you know, Milton Bradley stuff, but we're seeing a lot more, um, creative and strategic type games that uh with with a lot of different variations yeah yeah you know you you got you got table you know you got actual like board games you also have a lot of like card games and then uh they're getting into like you know like hybrid like you you have the board and then you use the cards to kind of augment uh you know the the playing surface so to speak and let's be realistic some of these games are super complicated (laughs) like that i can't even begin to understand how they work yeah um but, you know, we're working up to that. We're, so. we're, we're, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, there's there's entry points to, uh, you know, tabletop gaming. And we actually interviewed uh, one one gentleman there. His name is Peter. And, uh, you know, he, he, he told us a little bit about, you know, what games to kind of start off with. Good entry-level games uh, would be a game like Splendor. There's a game called Castle Panic great entry game you know castle panic yeah you know really good co-op it's simple enough for people to get into uh you know believe it or not stone age i think stone age is uh another game that's really nice to get people's particularly into euro gaming it's simple uh and yet it, it has enough strategy involved in it. it's a great entry game as far as the internet is concerned, everybody knows Board Game Geek. Uh, Board Game Geek is where you can go and get a lot of information about games. Amazon also has some really good reviews, but I mean the best way is just to go to find your local friendly game store, um, and you know they usually the reason is because they usually will have the games there and they'll be able to teach you and demo the game and provide a place for you to play. Yeah, I I think that interview with with Peter was really great because um, he really he really helped to kind of show. Uh, sort of how tabletop gaming has progressed and uh, and, and he was there to really just kind of help people um, he, you know there were people that were trying trying a new game that was the neat thing about that area yeah. is you could actually they just had a whole section of games that you could go up and say hey like I've, I've heard about this game I want to try it out and they just hand you the box yeah. and you go sit down at a table with whoever you're with or a group of strangers and, and you try out these new games and then and so Peter was one of those guys that was there to kind of assist and yeah and, and when people had questions kind of can I help explain what 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 the right thing to do was right so 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 we so we talked to him on, on day two um and and i actually i'd met him on friday night uh day one and uh you know i was just kind of wandering around uh, you you weren't there and i was just kind of like you know me meandering around the the floor by myself kind of like a lost puppy dog yeah, there you go <laughs> and uh so um Peter was setting up this game called um, Chaosmos, right? It's like kind of a space game. And so I was just watching him set up. He's like, hey, you, you want to play? I'm like, uh, uh, maybe. Uh. And then uh, this other guy, Jeff, walked over. He's like, hey, you, you going to play? I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I've got, I've got time. I've got time. 
Um, so, you know, we, we sat down and, and uh, you know, really cool space game. And, you know, it's pretty complicated. It's like, you know, kind of like a turn-based timer type game. And, uh, and we had we had a really fun time with it. And this other random um, little, uh, I don't know, he's probably maybe like 17, 18. He came, he started playing the game. And I just, <laughs> I, feel, I feel so bad for him because I, I messed with him so bad during that game <laughs> that, like, he got a phone call, right? towards the end after i attacked him a, a quote phone call <laughs> and um like 10 seconds after he took that phone call after i beat him he's like okay guys i gotta go <laughs> and he just like my mom's here pick me up guys I gotta go uh but like me and the uh, me and peter and jeff we were just cracking up because this guy kept following me to different planets <laughs> and i kept i kept like trapping him. i'm like dude don't follow me stop i'm i'm not even joking being 100% honest, don't follow me. And he kept doing it, and I kept laughing at him. So, you know. Yeah, but. Say love. S- space lovey. Space lovey. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's that's a cool thing about these conventions is you got a chance to play a game that you've really never heard of. Yeah. Um, there's, a lo- there's a lot of games that, you know, we've talked about, but maybe we don't want to spend the money up front to, right. to try it out. So. Uh, it's a good opportunity if, if you're into tabletop gaming. Maybe if you're not, but you just, you know, you've heard about maybe a couple games or something that uh, you want to try out. It's casual atmosphere. Everybody's yeah. really helpful. Nobody's, uh, I mean, aside from maybe you picking on a guy that keeps following <laughs> you around, around the universe. I, I didn't start off picking on him. <laughs> uh, I just, at, at some point I was like, you know what? I, I don't even care if I win this game as long as I get to trap him or hurt him in some way, shape, or form again. <laughs> just because it was just so funny. But yeah, whatever. But yeah, but I mean, they're, they're really helpful folks out there. I'm sure it's that way uh, at most of the cons where you can find uh, board games. And, and it's not yeah. just Comic-Cons. They have actual board game conventions and things like yeah. that. So. Yeah, and you, like, you, you, you hit the nail on the head there a second ago. Like, everyone is so helpful, and they, you know, they legitimately want to help people learn how to play these games get them in the games, get, get them a little bit more interested in them. Um, you know, and it's, it's a low threat environment. Uh, you know, Peter, he does, you know, real estate. That's his main job. He takes a second job at a board game shop just because he likes, he likes that. You know, yeah. He being likes able being able to play the games and, and, and be around those and people. Teach it, and yeah. Like that, so. And he, he, he's part of some, uh, I guess it's called an envoy program. So like back in the States, they, um, the companies get together and they like choose people to kind of demo these these new games out. So Chaosmos was one of these games that they they sent the company sent to him and they're like, hey, demo this game for hmm, for awesome. people. Before we before we move away from tabletop games, I want to know: Are there any particular games that you're playing right now that you would advise our listeners to maybe give a try? Uh, are we talking about uh, table tabletop tabletop games? Um, so I played Chaosmos. That you know that that's pretty fun. It's not. Uh, it's probably not the easiest to to start up. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you and I, we we played a game called um, we didn't play test this. Or yeah, like that. That, yeah. We <laughs> we tried this out, uh, you know, just a few hours ago, and it's a really simple, small white box, yeah. uh, big enough to hold two decks of cards, <laughs> and with very little uh, packaging design on there. It's I mean, it basically just says we did not play test this game. <laughs> And that's and that that's it. So the the rules of the game are really simple. You draw a card and you play a card, and the games can last anywhere from one move to 
to three. Yeah, <laughs> it um, doesn't last. That it's long. it's a very quick. Uh, you lose very easily. <laughs> um, but it kind of it kind of, uh, you know, pokes fun at that idea of winning and losing in these games. Yeah, and and and, and you get used to winning a lot or losing a lot. <laughs> Um, I think with with several people in a group, it could be really fun because you got people that are losing in ridiculous ways, um, and then it adds this chaos pack into yeah. it, which basically adds this bonus, <laughs> you know, bizarre rule to every round. Yeah, so or like like if you like if you score points, uh, you can point to somebody and th- then they lose automatically unless that person is singing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was another. There was another one where it was like you had to name a kitchen, like a, a oh, kitchen utensil, yeah. every time before you drew a card, but it couldn't be the same one that was said like <laughs> the previous two turns or yeah. something like that. So, um, it, it, it was. So the the interesting thing about that game too, you know, it, um, you mentioned like it's kind of poking fun at like it rules like games with like those really really strict rules you know there's there's a lot to they come with like a whole giant book just on yeah. how, to, how to play and uh i guess the, the the creator of this game uh created a different game called evolution um which uh, this guy jeff was telling us about which is the the idea he's like if you're a beginner going into that game and you're playing against me who's played it a couple times 99 percent chance you'll lose just because it's it's weighted towards people who know what they're doing mm-hmm. um so he's like, the guy who created this this super hard game, which the intent is for experts to to win. Uh, he's the same guy who did this other game, which is like, uh, I get a like I got a card for example that said, uh, play this card. If you're the shortest person playing, you win. Yeah, yeah, and that's I mean, and, and that would be the end of the game. And and I and I said to Travis like, hey, how how tall are you? He's like, five eh, ten, and. And we had this. We we had a back and forth. <laughs> and like, you questioned really? me. Really? You're five ten. Really? You, is that before you went bald? Is that? <laughs> and so then I'm like, okay, all right, cool. So I played the card. I won. And yeah. so I won. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And, and you know, they had some other cool stuff there. Uh, we've we've played a fair amount of King of Tokyo lately. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. a fun fun dice hybrid type board game. Um, they had a giant King of Tokyo <laughs> set up where you could like. Yeah. Instead of having little pieces that you would move in and out of the board, you'd actually be the pieces yeah. and you rolled big dice and stuff like that. So a lot of fun and inventive things that they were doing there. Um, but yeah, that was tabletop gaming at yeah. the convention. Yeah, um, that, that's, that stuff is super fun. And, you know, uh, you don't even need a convention. Like there's, there are, you know, comics, comic shops that have, you know, game stores, you know, pretty much everywhere. Yeah, standalone board game stores, I think, are probably the best way to... because. If you're not at a convention, if you go into one of those stores, odds are the people working in there are, are going to be willing to to kind of demo the games for yeah. you and show you how to play it exactly. there on the spot. Exactly right. Uh, I, I've done that a couple times. Just, you know, like I walk in like, oh, what's this game about? And they're like, oh, yeah, oh, this game, you know, so what you do is you have these dice, blah, 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 and they explain the rules. And I'm like, oh, that's that's really cool. I wish I could spend the money on it. Yeah. <laughs> let me Let me go save a couple paychecks but you know i there's a there's a theme at at these these comic conventions about people who want to help are generally interest interested in you know helping you out in in just kind of like sharing the hobby you know yeah for sure uh one of the one of the first uh events that we went to 
which seems it feels so long ago now, <laughs> dude. So, <laughs> so long ago, and it was just this morning. Uh, but we went to a a cosplay Q and A, right? So this was a this was a, a a panel that was set up by participants at the convention, um, and, and it was basically just two people that that are, I guess, professional cosplayers that were um, answering questions and kind of you know helping people learn more about their passion which is dressing up in costumes Co- cosplaying yeah cosplaying yeah uh <laughs> yeah so that what are the names of the the two folks that were they're they're uh they're megan and, and leah leah that's right um we had an opportunity to talk to uh leah uh right after that um and she and she told us a little bit more about how uh she got into cosplay um sort of what she does as far as um you know, professionally and, and, and how she, she develops her different costumes and things like that. Right. Um, honestly, I've been playing dress up ever since I was a real, real little kid. Um, like my mom and my grandma would help me make little Sailor Moon and Pokemon outfits and I'd run around being like, I'm fighting evil by moonlight, you guys. Um, and then I would trip and fall cause I was like three and you know, um, but my very first like major convention was Anime Expo 2005, uh, and I started actually like getting jobs and paid stuff uh, in about 2008. I'm a huge Rogue fangirl from yep. the X-Men, in case you can't tell from my banner. Um, so I'm trying to do every single version as she's appeared in the comics. Um, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of liberties of like combining things when it comes to like, oh, she has a belt here, but not here. Aside from that, it's the same outfit. I'll count that as one. Yeah. Um, so I am 15 down and 11 to go. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to have costume materials for a long time. So, uh, what, what we really liked about what Leah is, you know, she, she was, she's super cool. You know, we, right after the Q and a, we, we like kind of like stalked her, like went up to him and, uh, like, Hey, can we, can we, can we get a, just a couple minutes of your time? You know, whenever, whenever you're free, whenever you're free. And she's like, yeah, come on, come on over. Come on, you know, any, we'll just do it right now over my booths uh, over in C4, uh, which is an explosive device. So yeah, that's, that's nobody, nobody exploded. It was a good thing. That, that, is, that is a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, but, you know, props to her because she was my very first interview of the day, really of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's, she, couldn't be, she couldn't be sweeter. She's, she's wonderful. And I actually, we got another interviewer uh, later. Uh, oh, when she was cosplaying as uh, Daenerys Targaryen, <laughs> yep. uh, sitting on the Iron Throne that they had there at the convention, and uh, we'll, we'll hopefully have some uh, YouTube of that uh, eventually. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so I mean, I think it's it's pretty well known now that cosplay is um, it's a popular thing to do at these conventions. Um, I I feel like it's continuing to grow and, and become more and more. Um, I, th- I think more people do it at, yeah. at, at all these uh, events um, to different degrees of intensity as well. You yeah. have some people that just kind of hit up a thrift store and throw some things on. And, hey, I kind of look like Dr. Who now and, <laughs> and that's cool. And then you have people that are very, very serious about it. Yeah. And I mean, they're sewing their own costumes. They're, they're working with metal and foam and all sorts of different types of, chemicals and things <laughs> to kind of create some of these yeah. costumes um uh, you know one, one of the things um that that leah was was talking about was you know right so some people go all out they they craft everything uh and then this other people we don't we don't have time for it or we don't have this the skill for it 
And uh, so one of the things she was talking about um, was Project Denarius. Right, yeah. This was something that she was working on where she was doing her Danning cosplay yeah. uh, from, from Game of Thrones, uh, trying to get commissions, basically, for all of the pieces, right? Right. Uh, so here, here she is talking about that. I don't know if you know in the cosplay community, people get like really sassy with costumes. Like, if you don't make all of your stuff by scratch, you're not a real cosplayer. And that's stupid, and people should feel bad. Um, and there's also that problem where now people are even lying about where they get their stuff because of that stigma. So what I'm doing is, yes, I'm doing every single version of Daenerys as she appears on the show, but I am not making any of it. I'm hiring commissioners to do it. Sometimes they're being really cool and giving me like a little bit of a cut um, because they really like the project and what it's standing for. Um, so, yeah, I'm just hiring commissioners to do it. So when anybody compliments my costume, I'm like, thank you so much. I didn't make any of it. Here's the information of the person that did. So supporting the commissioner, getting rid of that stigma, and I get fun new costumes that I don't have to sew. So best of all of the worlds. So I thought that was a really cool idea, and I, th- I thought that um, it's interesting that, that these these people that are, are really good at a particular aspect of cosplay um, kind of – they, they have a community and they help each other out and, oh, well, I'm really good at sewing, so I can help you make this. And maybe someone else is really good at creating armor or you right. know, so working with, you know, foam or we today we learned about some sort of product that <laughs> is, a, is, is a, a mixture of plastic and yeah, uh, like like more blood or something like that. wood shavings or something. <laughs> more blood, more blood. Yeah. But uh, really, uh, you know, intense, you know, uh, craftsmanship that goes into to a lot of these uh, these costumes. Yeah, and, and that they can you know kind of work and make money com- taking commissions. And, yeah. and making costumes for other people. Exactly. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, one of the the main events, main from, event from ding the ding from ding. the day, uh, was the cosplay costume contest yes, that sir. took place uh, this evening. We we had an opportunity to go. And and interview uh, the I mean, judges. We had we had we had press passes, so we, I mean all which, access. Which you know we did, <laughs> but uh, all uh, access. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a chance to talk to some of the judges, uh, with some of the participants. Kind of, we we had some fun. Uh, <laughs> we we weren't we weren't taking it too seriously, um, but yeah, it was just it was neat getting to talk to them. Uh, see like what they look for in in award-winning cosplay yeah and just kind of pick their brains about this hobby that is sort of their their real passion yeah and 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 it uh it also helped that i was a completely awkward interviewer and (laughs) so 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 we got some good stuff out of that as as well um especially when we were talking to to link (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah you did you did not make that interview easy for her at all (laughs) they she they tried to tell her going into it that it was going to be uncomfortable <laughs> and you made sure of it. Um, yeah, I, what, what, what we plan to do is, is take some of the footage that we got from the cosplay stuff because sadly in an audio podcast, uh, cosplay just doesn't, doesn't come across as well. She's, she's wearing link ears and then she's, she has a link hat on and a link. This gentleman <laughs> is dressed as link. <laughs> if he was a wolf, from Twilight Princess, <laughs> picture a furry in a league costume. Now he's lifting his shield above his head. <laughs> um, but you know, it was a lot of fun. And you know, we're not we're not cosplayers. No, we, uh, I like Halloween. I like dressing up. 
from time to time. Yeah. Um, but typically I'm not the guy that spends hours sewing a costume so that I can go to a convention and, no. and, and strut my stuff. And you, the, I mean, they, a lot of those people are, are so talented. You know, there's like the people who actually are professional seamstresses, right? Uh, <laughs> seamstresses. Uh, seam, seamstresses, you know, um, seamstresses. Uh, <laughs> the actual, the winner of the cosplay contest right. uh, got her degree in, in, in like costume design, costume design, yeah, uh, for like motion pictures and things like that, right. or whatever. So, and 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 they they she she won the ultimate prize, um, and you know their their biggest uh, compliment to her was that her seams were like just spot on. Like, yeah, like, like they got really excited by the straightness <laughs> of her seams. Yeah, um, and and there uh, there was another girl who dressed up as Awen from Awen is it the the elf the elf chick from yeah Lord no of the you're, Rings. you're right yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, like so this, this, uh, woman, she, you know, got all the fabric, she dyed all the fabric herself, cut out the design, sewed it all herself. And, you know, I was asking her about the process of it, um, about, you know, dying. How, how do you do that? Clothing. Yeah. And it, it is a process. These, these people take a couple months sometimes to, to get these costumes just right. It's, it's a labor of love. And, uh, I mean, much like this podcast is, is so hard to do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's a labor of love and yeah, yeah. you know, we, it's, <laughs> um, but yeah. And I think it's one of those things you see some of these people that are wearing some of these costumes and, um, they, I mean, they're really proud of it, but I think, I think with good reason, because they have put in, we talked to people that took, you know, months getting their stuff put together, you know, countless hours, just, you know, building individual pieces of jewelry and, yeah. all, and all sorts of things. And, and just to really get the details down. And, and I mean, yeah. you can, you can, you can throw, I mean, okay. All right. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's put it in perspective here. Yeah. You can, you can buy a costume for Halloween at Walmart in like that bargain area where it's just like, the single piece jumpsuit <laughs> with like the Iron Man stuff printed on the front. Yeah, and it's like it's like it's like a weird plastic. Right. Yeah, it's like the plastic mask with the rubber band <laughs> on the back. Yeah. Or you go to like a decent costume shop, and then maybe they've got like the one with the padded muscles in it. Yeah. You know, and then like you go to a, a professional place, and they've like built like legit like maybe it's plastic or something, but yeah, it looks it looks almost movie quality. These these people that do this cosplay stuff, they are developing that, you know, almost movie quality in a lot yeah. of, a lot of respects, uh, detail into these costumes. And it's, it's really incredible. Yeah. Um, but the, the one guy we interviewed, uh, he was one of the judges, Jamie bear. He, he was telling us about an Iron Man costume that he built. Yeah. And, and I initially, I thought he said 15 seconds <laughs> and which I, which I was incredibly impressed by, as you can imagine, but uh, no, it was 15 months. It took him 15 months to create like an actual Iron Man suit. That's, that's dedication. It's, that's, we, we'll be lucky if we get this podcast <laughs> the past 15 months. Uh, I'm not worried about the podcast. I'm worried about the videos that we're <laughs> upload. Um, but yeah, so it was a lot of fun and, and it was a neat kind of, getting to see a little bit into the cosplay world and just, and just everything they do yeah. um, for that. So 
Um, any, anything else? I mean, there were a few celebrities. That there, were, there, there, there were celebrities, and you know, we, we we'll bring up the San Diego stuff again. You know, uh, yes, there were celebrities there. Uh, Edward James Almost from Battlestar Galactica um, and American Me. He was in Miami Vice at some point. Hawaii Five O, <laughs> Hawaii the, or, the original. <laughs> yeah, welcome, uh, Dana. Uh, Adam Baldwin, he was from Firefly. Uh, some other dude from Firefly, <laughs> whose sister was the. It was the uh, Sean. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. Sean. Sean something. Sean. 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 Sean Majigajan. Sean Mayer. Sean Mayer. Sean Mayer. Not right. John Mayer. I love. Yeah, Bob is one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Sean Mayer was there, the doctor yeah. from Serenity. And uh, there, you know, go ahead, go ahead. You uh, have the list. Mira Furlan, yeah, we who all. was Russo from Lost. So yeah, you know that's all you need to know. That's all you she need. was on Babylon Five and stuff too. Let's not worry about that. Let's talk about Lost. We're talking about we're not we're talking about Lost now. Uh, Gates McFadden from Star War, Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Gray was on uh, uh, Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. So okay, I didn't. I, oh, she was on the Guild too. Oh, so, yeah, I never watched the Guild. Well, anyway, I don't like I don't like uh, cosplay. Uh, J. August. <laughs> uh, cosplay listeners, if if you got through that whole segment <laughs> before where we talked about how how much we respect how, your how wonderful you guys are, ignore that. Ignore last that. Time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, J. August uh, Richards. Yeah. He's a uh, he's on the Shield. He's a uh, or, or not the Shield. Uh. Agents, Agents of, Shield. of Shield. Yeah, I was like, oh, does he know Michael Chiklis? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, what's his name? Carrie Randall. Carrie Randolph. Right. Yeah. So, so you got some cigs. I got. I got not, not cigarettes. I got. I got. Some I got signatures. some some cigaligs. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Carrie Randolph. He. Um, so the the new um, run of Robin. We are Robin. We are Robin. Uh, he he's been doing the artwork for for those. And the artwork is is it looks tight. I it's, mean, it's pretty awesome. It's looking. pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he was there. He actually, you picked up a couple books, and and he put his his Herbie Hancock on those. Yeah. Um, I, I I picked up the classic Batman tale, Death in the Family, where we find out the fate of of uh, Jason Todd, <laughs> <laughs> uh, based off viewer uh, voting, yes. listener voting, and and then and then it was all your purchases were Robin centered. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just could it have anything to do with the Suicide Squad trailers that we that we <laughs> talked about recently? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I guess I could. Well, there's no, I don't want to go into spoiler territory in any that's, way, shape, or form. That's nice of you. So, uh, for but, once. but I played Arkham Knight, and that that is a good game. No spoilers. Foot stomp. Go play Arkham Knight. <laughs> um, but yeah, so overall, we had a really great time. Um, really, really appreciate. Uh, everybody was there everybody that took time to talk to us yeah um and and really if if you're a person who likes the type of stuff that we talk about on this podcast and you haven't gone to any sort of comic convention definitely do yourself a favor go check something out sure there's gonna be stuff that you don't get you're not into yeah that's that's gonna be the case but you i i guarantee you you will probably find something that that you really enjoy and and it's nice because you're going to get to talk to people that also really enjoy it yeah and, and maybe learn more about it so I, I highly encourage everybody to go check these conventions out you know as as someone who uh, yeah I, I talked about friday night you know meandering about the place like a like a lost puppy dog 
because I, I I'm not I'm not very good at just going up to people and and talking to them by myself. You know, I, I get. I, you need me standing there holding the camera. In order to do <laughs> like, like, uh, you know, I, t- I told Travis when I got home on Friday night, like I was just like, I was just worn out from just, you know, the social anxiety <laughs> and, and like, like pushing past that, that type of stuff. But you know, the, I, I, I met some really cool people and you know, they like, they just, they just, they didn't made it easy. They made it easy to, to be there and, and, and be relaxed, you know? For sure. Um, and even, uh, even when I was, when I was talking to Leah, she's like, yeah, this is a great place. You know, you talk to strangers, and yeah. I was like, "Well, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I usually try she, to avoid that." <laughs> she's like, "In controlled environments." <laughs> um, so you know, like, yeah, people are people are strange. We're all a little bit strange, and everything we do might be strange to somebody else. You know, but that doesn't mean that what we're doing is anything less than, and, and or, or anything more than than what somebody else is doing. And the hilarious part about it is there were people that were nervous to talk to us. Yeah. That, they that, had no idea how little they were getting themselves into. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but we really appreciate everybody that, yeah. that did an interview. And, uh, yeah, guys, let us know what you think. Have you been to any conventions that you really enjoyed? Was there um, maybe one in your area that you would recommend? Go go leave a comment over on our Facebook page and, and let us know about it. Um, and then stay tuned um, both on our YouTube channel, which does in fact exist. We haven't actually put anything <laughs> it does. on it. I, I took the test <laughs> videos off, so it's it's a clean slate. <laughs> yes. Um, and then as well on, on, on geekade.com, these will also be up there, but uh, we got a whole bunch of video footage uh, out there at the Comic-Con, so we will be putting up some videos for you guys to go check out later in the week. That's right. And and for those of you who are interested in, in seeing what uh, Leah and Megan, Uncanny Megan, have mm-hmm. to offer, uh, you can hit up... Uh, it's uh, Leah Rose, FTW on on Instagram, and and it's Uncanny Megan on Instagram. That's right. And those are those are two of the uh, the cosplayers we we spoke to, um, and uh, again, they're 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 all just so wonderful. And even the the Star Wars Galactic Senate uh, <laughs> uh, event we attended was we, we did was a pretty fun Periscope during that <laughs> that. Uh, that uh, event, that, was, that was that was so fun. So if you wanted if you wanted to know. Um, if the uh, the right to bear arms in the Star Wars universe, will yeah, pass the or official not. thing was like handheld energy <laughs> weapons. <laughs> yeah, if whether or not you should need a permit for it, and we watched people debate that. Yeah, in a in a galactic and but in this this one guy kept saying nay to everything. And he, to be fair, he was cosplaying as My Little Pony, but <laughs> I, I I don't know if that had anything to do. Uh, with no, pro- probably not. Probably not. Um, All right, guys, that's our show. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. See you next time. Thank you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.